0: Thanks for tuning into our podcast, we love having you here and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode 6 of the Don't Me Now podcast can't believe we're on episode 6 already. This is fantastic. I talked about episode 1 about just starting. And I talked about in episode 5, the snowball effect. And that's exactly what's happening with this podcast. We are snowballing. The ideas are coming to me. And I'm excited to record and get a few episodes out in the bank. So that there's content for you to listen to. Rather than just one or two episodes and you get bored and forget about it. I spent a bit of time last night trying to reach out to people that have got a story to tell so we can get a few guests on and it won't be just me that you have to listen to and we can inspire more and more people I only have to reach one person and inspire them for this to be a success but if I can help 10, 20, 100, 200 people more and more I just want to know that you aren't alone and that we're all in this together hitting rock bottom can be a very lonely place i know i've been there it sucks and i don't want anyone to suffer any longer than they have to if you are listening to this and you've got a story to tell and you want to jump on no one's story is too little or too silly to tell come on and just we'll have a chat we'll roll with it and we'll see where it goes and if you don't like it then we don't release it you know it will be fine it'd be great to hear what inspirational stories you have. And it doesn't have to be come back from mental health, it would be come back from injury or pain or just having gone out of the game for a little bit. I want to hear your motivational tools that got you back to where you wanted to be. Today I want to talk about community. Having a support group around you and even better if it's specific. I've got a lot of great friends, but you know, it's a very broad thing. It's great to have close friends. But if we can get a community around us for specific goals in our life, the benefits are huge. Well, more and more things are online and it's not always the end. Be- person has obviously got much more advantages, but, It doesn't mean that we can't have online two, and I'm going to speak about online ones today. I've been part of many, many networks. I was a, a mechanic for a long time, and we had groups for that, whether it be MOT testing or diagnostics or business growth. And through these people, I met lots of contacts that could help me in the right areas. And then within that, we'd maybe have more specialized groups for you know might be diagnosing a specific brand of car and the smaller more intimate that group gets the higher the quality. I've pulled up a little bit of stuff on the internet here just about the five benefits of community. So knowledge, one of the biggest reasons you want to join a community is a chance to learn from another joining a community of like many people means that you have an increased chance of meeting someone who's willing to take you under their wing and mentor you I've had this quite a lot people that have um, you know taken a liking to me or whatever or they see what I'm trying to achieve and they can offer something and then you've got guidance because no one knows everything this is a problem we don't know everything and as much and I'm guilty of this I quite like to do things on my own and I always do better when I've got support around me. So by immersing yourself in a community, you give yourself a chance to learn from the overall group and then specific people within that group. Connections, joining community means that you have a chance to improve your professional and personal network. This is it, the more people you've got that think along the same lines as you, the better your life is going to be. You know, what is that saying? you're the you're the product of the five people around you you know who you hang around with your environment and if you're hanging around with losers well that's it another thing i always think about is do i want to be the member of the group that's bringing the group down or do i want to be the member that's improving the average something i always do i want to i want to improve the average however there's also a say never be the smartest person in the room, isn't there? So, you know, find yourself in the middle somewhere so that so that you're getting brought up and not getting brought down, but that also that you're adding value to that group as well. And you might feel that like you've got no value to add, but I promise you you do, especially if you've been going through trauma. You've got a story to tell, you've got lessons that you've learned that you can share with other people. Inspiration. One of the biggest threats to success is becoming isolated and losing Your imagination A fast way to failure Is never learning how to evolve and adapt This is something that is very difficult To learn on your own But if you've got people around you Cheering you on Inspiring you Like in one of the groups I'm about to speak about I wouldn't have got where I did Without that And resources no matter how talented Or smart you may be It is literally impossible to know And do everything by yourself There's always certain skills that you might not have or areas that you're not quite sure on or aren't good enough or just new to that might be holding you back from achieving your goals. But in order to combat this, if you can find people with the expertise and skills in these areas that you lack, this is where you're leveraging the power of a community. So I'll talk about a bit of my community journey. I talked about garage groups and then I started learning a bit about self-development and i wanted to find a group like that that i could improve myself with and how i got to that group was a wee bit by accident actually i i we're talking about alcohol again here was before i was using alcohol to self-medicate or as a crutch i never really enjoyed it that much i enjoyed it at the time you know alcohol is quite something and it made me a lot more confident and social. I think that's what a lot of people use it for. But I just never really done that well in the day and the following days afterwards. I just, I just struggled. I know everyone gets a fear, but it just seemed to hit me harder than people around it, or maybe they're just hiding it better. I don't know. But the anxiety it gave me was. Overwhelming, and I would be in panic mode, and it stopped me from being present with friends and family, and I didn't get anything done that I wanted to do. You'd see people out running, and I thought I want to be one of those people. And occasionally, I'd have a a alcohol-free weekend, and I would feel great. The things I got done, I love it. Being the designated driver, that's great. You feel like you're missing out at the time, but the next day when they're all hanging. Nah, you, you don't think I wish i drank. You know, you feel great giving people lifts home and waking up in the morning fresh and getting stuff done. And then during lockdown, I think we're all drinking a bit more at the time, this one-year-no-beer kept popping up in my Facebook feed, and I thought, I'm going to give this a try. I think i signed up for the 30-day challenge, and then on to the 90-day challenge, I got to about 45 or 50 days that first time round. You know, and as I said, I didn't have a problem at the time, I just wasn't enjoying how alcohol was making me feel. So I joined One Year No Beer, and as part of that, you get added to a Facebook group where there's a whole community. are thousands of people in there, all wanting to take a break from alcohol. Now, that is a community, and it is great, but it's a very, very big community. The smaller and more intimate the communities get, the better. And... Co-founder of One Year No Andy Ramage, was running a course that was then called the Office Athlete, now called the Arity Way. I'm not sure it's still going because he's onto new ventures. Andy's been such a fantastic part of my my journey, and he started this uh, Office Athlete course. I think we have about 30 people in it. Runs for a month or two. And it's through Kajabi and you do online daily learning. So every morning you get a video from Andy and you get some notes to read and you get action steps to take on habits and gratitude and journaling and fitness and alcohol free and about improving your life. And like I say, it was a smaller, intimate group. So we all had people who were all trying to improve our lives and we'd all encourage and spur each other on. Once you finish that course, you can then join the MBG, the Mind and Body Gym, where all the people from previous office athlete courses are part of. And again, they've all been through it, they've all completed that course, they're all on a similar journey, and you spur each other on, and you get continued learning and, and Zooms, and you'd have guests in, and you'd learn and grow, and it was so good for me. I enjoyed this so much that I started looking, what? What other groups can I join to improve areas of life that I'm wanting to improve? Well, you know, I'm a dad to, to two boys, wonderful kids, and I always had this doubt, that I could do better. I could be better. So I, um, I, I read Hal Elrod's book, The Miracle Morning. Fantastic book. If you've not read it, well, maybe talk about that in an episode because The Miracle Morning was something I've not been doing for a while. But wow, at that time when I'd given up alcohol. And started the medical morning, my life was on fire. It was it was just going so well. It's a shame that not long after is when I had my breakdown, but that's a whole different story. We'll get into that at some point. So I joined Hal, Re- Hal Elrod's email list and I got invited to this Zoom with a group called Front Road Dads, which is run by John Vorman. It's based in America. And it's just a group of dads wanting to be better dads. It's also got a bit of a business aspect to it as well. There's a lot of entrepreneurs and that sort of thing within the group. But the dad, we would just chat about things that we do with our family and get ideas and tips from everyone. And some of the stuff I got from that was great, you know, making memories. And from that point, I was like, right, I need to start making memories with my family. And I am starting doing more and being more present with them, with that guidance and ideas and, you know, taking actual pictures rather than digital pictures and writing down in the back of them what they were from and how we felt at the time so that we can look back on them. One of the things I love about all these groups that I've been part of is the book recommendations. I just love reading. It's a huge part of my life is reading. I just love the whole biographies and self-help books and all that stuff. And I've got shelves of books, just loads of them. And I've got a lot to get through, but I love a good book recommendation I then started listening to podcasts about money and then joined a community called meaningful money and started learning about that and a community of people with ideas and investment ideas and that sort of thing I'm still struggling with money but at least I was learning and trying and learning is a huge part of growth and I'm always happy when I'm learning new things I don't want to be stagnant through front row dads I met a man called Kevin Torres, also based in America, he runs a company called Dad Bod Wad, where you sign up and you get online fitness coaching and he puts it through an app called Trainerize. Kevin's really aware of how busy dads can be, so it's a very specific group of people. It's busy dads who want to be fit. So these exercises and workouts are specifically designed for the busy person so when you're starting your comeback journey it can be very overwhelming but if you can say right I want to improve this, this and this and find a support network and then whittle it down to a small intimate group that's very specific to your needs because there's lots of fitness groups out there but is there a fitness group specific for you whether it be um, a woman or a woman who's just had a baby or a man or a man that's got a family could it be a group specific for people that have had drug and alcohol problems that are wanting to get fit coming from people that know that when i was in the mbg group we then started to do coaching so i started to become a life coach i've not been able to complete the course yet because of just things that have been going in my life and every time i feel good and i sign up to this course something happens and i get a setback but that's all right i will continue to try and i will complete that course again it's run by andy ramage When I was on that course, originally, some of the people who did complete it then went off and set up their own places. So another Andy, who's been a huge supporter of me and someone that I'm very grateful to because he supported me while going through his own struggles. He set up the alcohol free runners group, the alcohol free swimmers and alcohol free cyclists. So again, it's a very specific group that's running for people who are alcohol free. Then within that group, he offered a three month half marathon training plan. So again, it's much more intimate. You've got alcohol-free runners who are training for a half marathon. And we set up a group. I can't remember exactly how many people were in the group. I'd say around 10 to 15. And this was three months of training. We've got a WhatsApp group. And this has been one of the most supportive groups I've ever had. When I talked previously about losing my license, I had six months and I said, what am I going to do with these six months? And this alcohol-free half marathon training plan fitted perfectly into that. So within this six months, I would have three months of training to do a half marathon. So I thought, this is going to keep me busy. I'm sitting at home. I don't want to drink. I'm going to be bored. I've got a training plan that's most days of the week that gives me something to get up for and something to do. A lot of the people in the group had never done a half marathon before, so we're all in the same boat and we're all spurring each other on. And then we've also got Claire, who's a running coach, so she gives you the training plan very specific and also explains to you why you're doing these certain running. So if I went out to run, I'd probably go and do a couch to 5k, or I'll just run uh, however I felt, you know, whatever pace I felt like running at until I was tired and went home with the training plan, I've got something to go for. So it's not getting boring, it's it's constantly changing and I'm learning why I'm doing these exercises and what I'm improving by doing hill sprints or tempo runs or intervals. And here's the thing, in the middle of that, I had probably my biggest setback and I'd been doing so well for so long. And the thing was, I wasn't feeling as bad as I previously had. But I ended up in hospital, I ended up in ICU, I got airlifted out, it was quite scary, it was terrifying if I'm being honest with you. I'd been on a week long binge and it was getting close to my son's birthday and I wanted to sober up. It's just feeling really low and when I started to sober up I started to feel really unwell. Something was different, this wasn't a normal hangover. I'm not quite sure because I haven't really had clarity from the doctors about what happened. There's definitely alcohol involved, but I think I watch a lot of air crash investigation and a plane never crashes for one reason, there's always more than one reason. There's always more than one failure at the one time, you know, whether it be a mechanical fault and then pilot error and, you know, weather, you know, three things combined that happens. Usually if one bad thing happens, we can handle it. If we have more than one thing that goes wrong at the same time, it's quite often when things go wrong. So, you know, I'd had some bad news. I'd been drinking. I think I had a bit of an infection at the same time. Something wasn't right. I got myself up to the hospital. Initially, they were treating it as, you know, you've had too much drink, you need to sleep this off. Quite quickly, they realised something was majorly wrong. I was soon knocked out and woke up uh, two hours away. Finding out I'd been in a helicopter. I've never been in a helicopter before, and I've always wanted to be in one, and I missed it. I was kicking myself because I'd missed my son's birthday. I woke up on his birthday. It was one of the first things I wrote when I woke up. I couldn't speak because I had tubes down my throat, so they offered me pen and paper, and I couldn't even write it. But I wrote Kobe birthday. <laughs> That's all I could think about. You know, was how low that made me feel. I'd also missed a few days or a week's worth of half marathon training and I remember lying in that bed and thinking I don't know if I can face this comeback this time however it was my biggest comeback ever, the bigger the fall the bigger the comeback so it took me a few days to feel well enough to even look at my phone and one of the first things I did was text this small intimate alcohol free half marathon whatsapp group and I said look I've had a bad one I sent the picture of me lying in that hospital bed with chips down my throat that my dad had taken of me it was a I've actually got that picture on my bed so I wake up to that each day and remind myself that's why I'm wanting to be better so once I texted the group I opened up got loads of support a couple days after that I started to feel better and I got a phone call from Andy one of the coaches he had a chat with me and inspired me and made me feel like I can do this again I can come back and wow did I come back that time I went all in so I spoke previously about not going all in and I know that I'm saying I went all in this time however I need to emphasize that I've said that in the previous episode that it's that uh, overnight success after 10 years of hard work I've had two years of hard work behind that with building myself up so I did go all in but I was already on the journey this is the thing so I picked myself up i put on the trainers and i went out and 50 days after coming out of icu i completed a half marathon without even stopping for a walk i done it in 20 or 30 minutes quicker than i'd estimated and i shared that with a group and they spurred me on and i spurred them on and it was fantastic and the last few days i've been sharing the podcast with them and we're still getting support on an unrelated topic so, here's what I want you to do. Go and find a group specific to your needs and try and whittle it down to something small and intimate. Like I said, if it's being a busy dad, you might want to check out Dad Bod Wad. If you want to run and you want to be alcohol free, you might want to check out alcohol free runners. Find people who are on the same wavelength as you, or on the same journey, or have the same goals in mind okay when you hang around people that are wanting to improve their lives your life improves as well if you're hanging around losers and drug dealers and people who have just given up on life they're going to bring you down just see what else it says here surrounding yourself with successful people helps you positive energy opens up opportunities positive People draw people in. But, you know, if this, this is why I want to talk more about the positive mindset. If you're a positive person, you're going to attract positive people. If you're a negative person, you're going to attract negative people. And it spirals. If you're supportive to a family, a friend member, family member, <laughs> you're bathing in their halo effect. You'll benefit from having happy and successful friends and family around you. Support other people, you know, don't focus on what you've not got. Focus on what you have got and be able to be happy for other people. I'm a really big fan of being grateful of the small, small things. I know it sounds cheesy, but having your health, roof over your head, food in the fridge, you know, if you've got that, that's great. If you've not got the latest flashy car. That doesn't matter and if your friend does have one be happy for them if you're miserable about it your car is not coming concentrate on your own goals just because other people are successful doesn't mean that you can't be too if you become envious and bitter, and you know that's just what you'll create in your life and I know people in my life that are just constantly bitter and it's just miserable to be around them. If you're working towards your own dreams and goals while supporting other people, you know, they'll probably want to support you too. And you never know what struggle they're going through as well. Successful people are struggling too. They might be hiding behind that flashy car. Just something to think about. Community, I hope we've covered... Everything in that. If there's more, I maybe do a continuing episode in on that one. Just find a group that works for you, and don't be scared to try some out. And you can leave them and try different ones until you find the one that's right for you. I've 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 entered a few groups and I thought, no, this isn't this isn't for me. So try them out. Find the one that suits you. You know, I do recommend alcohol-free runners. I do recommend dad bod wad front row dads if you're a dad and there's many many other ones out there something that's interests you something that's supportive and yeah like i say the bigger the group the more likely there's going to be people in there that may want to drag you i'm part of a group right now i won't mention the name but there's a lot of people in there that just it's supposed to be a support group and some of the comments you see just dragging other people down it really bothers me share with me some of the groups you've found because other people might find them helpful as well there's a a Q&A section at the bottom of the podcast there and you can add that you can also if you're enjoying it subscribe and hit the five star button that would be amazing please please share this podcast please get it out there so we can reach more people and we can grow this and maybe one day Doubt Me Now will have its own community wouldn't that Be wonderful. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed another episode of the Doubt Me Now podcast. If you did, please, please do like that review button, the five-star button. Please share it with your friends. Let's get this out there, and we'll see you in the next episode.